It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. presenting you with 2020 visions so join us this day and every sunday night with the mirror the songstress and on blog talk radio a for sure way to start your week off right 2020 visions on drip the mic Amira the songstress. No regret. You're tapped into 2020 vision. Undrip the mic network. All is well. Stay focused. Hey, 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 you guys. We made it back in here another Sunday, and it is Valentine's Day. Happy Love Day. Let me move some of the do that way. No, do this way. Huh. No, over here. This one is just in the way. We gonna just move that. Okay. How you guys doing? It's Love Day. Happy Love Day. We got that song. Yes. No. Happy Love Day, everyone. I'm so excited. This is my favorite subject to talk about, to be in, to feel, to congregate with. Love you guys. Is is it there? Hit it, O'Brien. When love with you Yes Happy Valentine's Day Happy Love Day you guys Yes <laughs> Why You know the screen is a little lopsided It's a little something What's going on We got the adjustments right now oh really okay all right so first of all what you guys know how i like to do i like to give my shout outs shout outs first of all i want to um shout out dina for beating this face honey she did this thing on valentine's day she came and spent her valentine's day with me thank you dina uh my makeup artist my friend i love her Mwah. happy valentine's valentine's day to you dina um and then we have some TikTok videos, I'm sure. Oh, I want to also shout out um, Valentino. It is his birthday today. Happy birthday, Valentino. You know, there's a lot of uh, February, this weekend, it was a lot of uh, February birthdays. I think Brandy, her her uh, birthday. Um, whoever I'm forgetting, just, you know, text it to me, send it to me, you know, and happy birthday you and happy Valentine's Day. So we have some um, videos, some TikTok videos. Let me um get those going show that first one for me o'brien okay put it on the camera put your mask on 
Okay. Is that how it happens when you, uh, when your, when your kids leave out? You know, grown folk. Do we just <laughs> turn up when the kids are not here? <laughs> Especially on Valentine's Day, he had the oil and everything going on. I feel so alone. I usually have someone to talk to by now. What's going on? So it's uh, anyway. And if out there, am I crooked to you guys, or am I straight? Can you guys see me? Because I feel like I'm doing this. Am I doing this? What's going on? Okay. What's the? Can you show that next video for me, O'Brien? Fuck. Busted. Where's Dylan and Bella? Y'all busted. What what is going on? Look at y'all. Look at y'all too. Under here. Eating more vanilla wafers. Y'all just don't care. I keep hiding the snacks from y'all and y'all just keep taking more. Sad. Dylan. Bella. Snack bandits. Because I thought I put that one in there because I love babies <laughs> and that warms my heart. Just things that I love. I'm showing some things that I love today. Um, shout out to Kevin Hart for this. Well, actually, it's a Kevin Hart voiceover. I don't even know who posted this, but shout out to you on TikTok. Let's throw that one. Hey, have you ever seen a woman go from frantic to calm like real fast? Motherfucker, you a piece of shit. I can't believe you hurting me, but it's going to be the last time. But you do some shit like this to me. You know, we're talking about relationships today. We got a couple of couples joining us later on. Um, I think we're having a little bit of technical difficulties, but we do have some couples joining us later on today in the show. And um, we're going to have some couples talk. We're going to have some Frank talking. And you're going to hear some shit over here, too, because a lot of things are not going right over here. And you're going to hear it. So, um... Let's show that next TikTok video. These so-called alpha black men who treat dating like some kind of pimp competition, who disparage our women and falsely label any man who hasn't shunned his responsibility to respect and protect our women betas and simps have no knowledge of self. Many admire the oppressors so much that they seek to perpetuate the same superiority games projected onto them onto our black women. All this to replace the intrinsic sense of value stolen from them through the dehumanization tactics waged against the black man from birth. Y'all can call it what y'all want, but there's nothing alpha about a grown-ass black man waging emotional and sexual war against a black woman. You have been programmed against yourself and the survival of your people. Broken women raise broken men and women for the next generation. And what does that do for the black community? Self-hatred is real, y'all. Yeah, I like um, I like Kevin. He uh, Kevin Hicks. You know, he uh, he talks to the women, especially. A lot of men don't like him because he be giving the game away, y'all. <laughs> he tells he tells on what you guys are up to and all the tricks and the, you know the little games men like to play. He lets uh, he keeps us women aware and up on game. I mean, just to be frank about it, he keeps us aware. So I like Kevin Hicks. I wanted, I wanted a chance to actually show him, you know, like what show could I actually show one of his videos on? And I'm like, well, why not? Why not Valentine's Day? Why not talk about love? It definitely comes in all shapes and sizes. It shows up in different places that you don't expect it to be. And I think he's showing a lot of love when he wants to protect his women, when he wants to tell you as a woman that you are everything, you are strong, you are intelligent, you are beautiful, you deserve love in every sense of the word. And if anybody is trying to wage um, mental warfare against you just because you tried to love them, <laughs> 
Shame on them, and that's something wrong with them and not you. Remember that lady's message. All right, what's the next video? Shout out to the lioness. Let's see this look, one. We need to talk about this now. I love you. You know I love, I love you. you, mind, body, and soul. I, I, right, but where are we? I didn't know where we at right now because it's been over a year. Where, where we at in this relationship? We are exactly where the universe allows us to be. See, and that's that's but when I talk about this, that's that's what you do. You get right into this mythological spiritual shit and you confuse me. I just feel like we have to grow from the outside in and allow our ears to be naked in theory. If you what understand that, that. What does that even mean? Why, See, why, you're why, a little why? hostile right now. Maybe you need to hold on to these crystals, okay? Just go ahead and no, hold No, I'm not holding no damn crystal, all right? I don't feel like Let's it. do some grounding in. It's a nice space. I, I'm like not this. taking my shoes off. It's too damn cold. I'm not putting my feet in the damn dirt with you today. Well, that's your journey, okay? I got some tea brewing in the house, so I, I need And to then get... I propose to you in front of my damn family. You're going to say there is no path to happiness. Happiness is, is the path. path. You took mm. the ring and walked the hell out the room. I remember that. My grandmother was in there. Everybody was confused as shit. That was a yes or no question. Why, why would you do that? I was that? happy and I wanted to share it with the son. Do you even hear some of the shit you be saying sometimes? Like, like your energy is really off right now. I need a minute to get away. Do you mind? <laughs> that one is really near and dear to my heart. <laughs> I always wonder, <laughs> what is my man thinking when I'm saying like all of these spiritual things, <laughs> like what is it to date a spiritual or have a spiritual person as a spouse, like someone that's always in their head and where the moon ceremonies and crystals and third eyes and chakras and reikis and all of that, like, <laughs> like trying to talk to us, one of us, what is that like trying to deal with us in love? What is that like? I'll tell you what it's like. You get a big, bright beacon of light shined on you and when we're in love I mean the whole world benefits benefits from it because when you discover that love comes from within and um, looking outside yourself is kind of looking for love in all the wrong places but when you discover that it comes from within you can shine your light on whomever you choose to and the benefactor is the person that's getting the light shined on them because they only get brighter I'm just saying but anyway, you guys, I want to get into this thing. We can start off today. Um, again, we're missing a few people. Uh, we were supposed to have some couples on um, Zoom with us. So we're trying to get that worked out uh, right now. And then um, our callers, our first callers are calling in in a few minutes. So we're going to start. What we can do, we're going to start with me and Mr. Cook. This is a 14-year relationship, y'all. This has thing has been going on for 14 years, and um, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the beginning, and I encourage everyone to call in and share your love story or your story of love. It may not always be roses and pink teddy bears, but <laughs> um, it's definitely all in the name of love. That's what we do it for, because love is happiness, and the only reason why we want to be in love is because we want to be happy that's what we do everything for um so everything that we uh go through with our uh our our significant others um it's usually in the name of love so we want to tell you about our story and we won't bombard you with our whole story like we'll kind of give you bits and pieces of the story as we go on and as we celebrate you you guys as well feel free to call in um we are on blog talk radio at six Four six three seven eight zero three five five. Dripped the mic network. I still can't say that after all this whole year. I still can't say drip the mic. It's you know. I'm just gonna say drip the mic, and it'll probably come out sounding like drip the mic because I'm tired of my tongue twisting every time I try to say that. So we're on drip the mic network. 
um, on Blog Talk Radio. We are broadcasting out of UBN Go Studios. We are streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, um, and behind the scenes on Instagram, as well as Twitter. So chime in with us. Put your comments. If you're watching live, definitely put your comments in my um, Instagram so I can read it or, or your questions or if you just want to chime in. And if you are watching on Facebook and you just want to type and chime in, we're watching your chats as well. YouTube, same thing for you. Um, just chime in with us. But if you want to call in and share your story with us, call us at 646-378-0355 and press one to be heard. Um, we are, you know, very anxiously awaiting for your stories. We may have somebody even calling in to sing to us today for Valentine's Day. Anybody want to share a nice poem with us, a spoken word piece or anything? Definitely give us a call. We are here for it. Happy Valentine's Day. Tell me what you guys are doing, who you want to shout out. Shout out some of your favorite people. Uh, roll call, my favorite people. Let me start with Henry Cook, Joshua Bruce, DeAndre Bruce, Malik Montgomery, and Tyshawn Cook, some of my favorite people. Uh, Nevaeh Bruce, some of my favorite people. Eli Bruce, some of my favorite people. Amari Bruce, some of my favorite people. The people that I am absolutely in love with, can't live without. Shout out to you. Happy Valentine's Day. Call in and shout out your favorite person, your favorite girl, your favorite boy. It doesn't matter. Call in and shout it out. And we want to hear your love story. And see, Tony, you think you done got away. I hope you can see me in this other room. But I planned on getting your love story, too. So don't think I'm not going to call you back in this room and have you come sit down with me and tell me your love story. All right. So starting with us, Mr. Cook, can we bring Mr. Cook on camera? Look at him. We in red, y'all. We <laughs> Doing our red thing. Here, you need some to, decoration on your side. Nah, I was trying to make sure I didn't have too much over here. <laughs> yeah, you don't got nothing over there. Here, grab that. Um, all right. So you got some decoration now. All right. So we're gonna start out talking. Okay, so where is did we get our other guests? Did, are they coming in or what's they're, going on? They're on and I think O'Brien's working on bringing okay. them, bringing them in. So. Go O'Brien. <laughs> Go and you know what? Congratulations to you, and let me know if you want me to spill the beans. If not, I won't. I'll just say congratulations to you on air. I, oh, okay, okay, okay. So, um, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we met O'Brien. What is it? Only been like four or five months ago, right? Yeah, about five or six months yeah. ago. And um, as you guys know, we always hear me say Tony. Tony is usually in here engineering. Um, also the owner of UB Ingo's um, network and station. Um, but O'Brien comes in and he uh, does engineering for us as well. And we've known him for about five months. But he, this is his last day. Oh, I don't, I need my little button. <laughs> but congratulations and celebrate him. You got to give yourself a hand clap. You are going to be working for Fox Sports. Am I saying it right? Fox Sports. What else? Is, is there something else to it? Fox Sports. And um, yeah, that's a glow up, you know, <laughs> we're going to miss you. But yay, you good, 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 good. OK. All right. So, uh, Mr. Cook, you yes. want to tell them how we met or, or, or shall I tell them what happened? Well, I think uh, I tell you what, I, I, I think it's uh, you, you tell the story a heck of a lot better than I do. I just kind of add extra stuff in there that uh, that you don't always agree with. So uh, okay. so how about how about we do it reverse today where you tell a story and I'll add in extra stuff and hopefully it won't be stuff that you don't agree with. 
Oh, okay. So you just flipped it back on me. That was his fancy. That was some, ooh, that was some fancy footwork, footwork there, y'all. Oh, believe me, honey. That was real. Oh, he was quick on his feet. Now, see, now y'all know what I got to deal with at home. And he's charming when he does this, too. But anyway. Um, I why you fell in love with me. My charm. Uh, you know, but it backfired. Um, so. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I was living in Seattle at the time I had... Um, just moved back um, from uh, the West Coast, from Los Angeles, and um, was living in Seattle. And um, I believe that you were home from deployment. Yes, I just made it home from deployment. And then uh, me and a friend of mine decided to go hang out because we had, um, you know, obviously just getting back off of a deployment. And then, uh, you know, and it, we, we had a couple of different reasons, but that was a primary one is just, you know, kind of hang back, you know, back stateside, back in our, in the area where we were stationed and uh, wanted to go hang out. So we went and hung out and walked in. And uh, as soon as we walked into the, uh, I don't even remember the name of the spot, but whatever the, whatever the name of that spot was, we walked into that spot and you, you happened to be there working. And I saw you and uh, right away I was like, oh, I got to talk to her, you know, before I leave, I'm talking to her. My, and my, home, my homeboy was like, yeah, all right, whatever, whatever, come on, you know, and, you know, like kind of just didn't believe me. Number one, he didn't believe me. And then number two, he kind of just, he, he kind of didn't care because he was like, well, you know, hey, we're not here to, you know, to, uh, to, to try to, um, you know, find a wife or, you know, find girls. We're here to just, you know, kick back in and relax and enjoy ourselves. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you went near to find girls. All right. <laughs> what I'm a place just, to be in, not to find girls. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that was that was his, that was what he was saying. You know, that was, that was his thought process behind it. So he was like, yeah, all right, whatever. And then so, we, you know, we kept going. We, we, we went ahead and sat down and hung out for a little bit. And I kept turning around looking for you. And, uh. And so I guess at one point in time, he got sick of me turning, you know, looking for you or trying to figure out where you were. And so he, when he saw you, he just kind of called you over, tried to get your attention to call you over, so, you know, so that I could talk to you. Um, so that's 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 the beginning portion of it. OK, so, so we're going to make this a three part story. So we'll tell a little bit. And then in the middle of the show, we'll, you know, come to the middle of the story and then we'll wrap it up in a nice little bow at the end. All right. Sounds good. OK, so. um that same day, that same night, that same experience, I saw your friend beckoning, beckoning me to come over. And as you said, I was working. I was serving cocktails. So it's like, why am I going to come over there? You're not my table. There's no reason for me to come over there. Kersey's profusely waving at this point in time, like, hey, hey, hey. And I'm just <laughs> like, okay, what does this dude want? I kept ignoring him until um, the table next to you needed something. And so I had to reluctantly walk past but you were very gentle, um, very gentleman-like. Um, 
he wasn't groping or trying to grope me or anything crazy because that happens, you know, in, in real life sometimes. So you wasn't doing anything stupid. So um, you just said, excuse me, simply that, excuse me. And we started talking. Turns out I was very interested in what you were saying. Um, you were interested in what I was saying and you were um, just getting ready to close on a house and um, you, you know, started talking about the deal that you had got on the house and um, I thought that you had, I thought they were charging you extra for closing costs and I told you <laughs> that you need to go back to your lender and yeah. have her her and the, um, and the uh, agent rewrite the deal because they had you paying way too many closing costs <laughs> and which sh shocked you because here I am just a cocktail wait waitress is what you thought. No, pun no, no shade to cocktail waitresses all over the world. You make the world go around. So don't trip <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm just simply stating I had multi layers to myself. So <laughs> um, you asked me, what else do I do? And I told you that um, um, I do mortgages. I had a mortgage company. Um, and as well as, um, I'm a singer and you didn't believe me, <laughs> you didn't believe me. Well, you believed the mortgage part. No, nah, I believed you. I just wanted to hear something. <laughs> so I sung, um, oh, you kept trying to get me to sing. And I'm like, nobody about to, ain't nobody about to sing in here. Music is loud. I don't even know you like that. What makes you think that I'm going to, um, sing to you. And somehow with that charm, you convinced me <laughs> 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 to sing to you. And, um, I, uh, I said, uh, I put your ear close to me and I said, I will love you anyway, even if you cannot stay, I think you are the one for me. Here is where you are to be. I just want to satisfy you. You're not mine and I can't deny it. And it was over. And it, it was, was over. over. It was over. I, yeah, yeah. I, and I'm uh, and I've been uh I've been sniffing behind you ever since. <laughs> oh, the, so Nose you think that's open. it? You think that's gonna be the end of the story? Oh, no, no, no. I'm just there's some. I'm just saying. I'm, there's I'm, some. Uh, I'm just pointing it out that like you know, hey, yeah. from that from that moment on, it's been. You know, <laughs> have we really been separable since then? No, it's what we when the military didn't call well, you. Oh, okay. aside, I mean, asking. aside from from uh, outside forces. Okay, but. okay, all right. Looks like we have Chupa and Sugel that has joined us. Yes, hello, hello, you guys. <laughs> um, are they muted, O'Brien? We're good. we should be okay, good. Okay. We're just muted. Yeah. Yes, thank you guys for coming on. We appreciate you. Thanks for having us on and inviting us, Amira. So nice to see you at least via computer and not in person it's the new world <laughs> For real. it's the new world we can blame now we can blame everything on COVID oh it was you know it was COVID you know <laughs> thought you right. were supposed to do it was COVID that's what it was <laughs> but it's good to see you guys um you guys have such a wonderful love story I uh, wanted uh Henry to reach out to you guys and um ask you would you join us and you know tell your story and um but, you know, one of the other things, too, we really want to have a real conversation as well. So I want to share with the people definitely your love story. And we also want to talk about the ups and downs that we face as, you know, military couples, as well as um, um, just being together for a long time, you know, and raising children together. So, you know, that's, you know, I definitely want to get into the story. Um, first of all, where did you guys meet and and how did you meet? Uh -huh. 
All right. Well, it was the year was 1996. Yes. I think. Yeah, it was 1986. So we're a military couple. Um, we were both stationed. What was it? Camp. Camp Geiger. Camp Geiger. Camp Johnson. Anyway, one of those camps out in North Carolina. I didn't notice him first. You know, um, the ratio of Marine men to women, you know, it's like, I don't know, 20 to one, something like that. Yeah. So he noticed me first. Okay. And yeah. And then he had a friend reach out to me because I don't know why he didn't come up to me. <laughs> and he said, you know, he used to come with my cousin. My cousin Torres wants to meet you. Uh-huh. And so it was two weeks of this nonsense. I was like, man, I'm going to go hunt this Taurus down because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you want to meet me? So finally someone was like, yo, he's over there by the chow hall. So there I go, you know, and then I saw him and I saw half of his face because he had his uniform on. Uh, so his cover was hiding like half of his face. Yes. And yes. then I was just finally like, you know what? Yeah, I heard you've been wanting to meet me. My name is Sue Gill. So nice to meet you. I shook his hand. I was like, you know, you want to talk? Then, you know, let's just talk. So we started off as friends, mm. but I can't tell you when's the first time he laid eyes on me. You know, <laughs> I don't know, when, when was the first time he saw me? Yeah, it, it, it was Camp Johnson. Uh-huh. The more I think about it, it's uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Um, and and like she said, there's uh, in this base is uh, is a training. The base is focused on training, logistics in the Marine Corps, and motor transport and uh, administration. So, um, so you have a bunch of new Marines trying to learn how to do their, their future technical jobs. And like she said, there's only a handful of females walking around. So it's not difficult to, uh, to see them, uh-huh. uh, because you know, you, it's, she <laughs> says one of 20 is more like one of probably 40 or 50. The, okay. the ratio is not good. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you saw her. And so your cousin, it was it was your cousin that knew so Sugel. It, it wasn't. We we used to say it was my cousin. So <laughs> it was his good friend of mine. His name is Coleman. Uh, he he was this big big black guy, but he he was like a big teddy bear. <laughs> and, and you know, uh, 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 he he was not afraid to go up to girls, and I was, Aww. you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, mind you, he was seventeen. I was seventeen. I was oh Jose. my god! You were nineteen. 19- Wow, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I was 17 right out of high school. I, I came in, my parents had to sign in for me because I was, uh, I got skipped a grade because I had good grades. So uh, I never saw the fifth grade. I went from fourth to sixth. So I graduated a year early. I was just a little kid. I joined the Marine Corps uh, on my 17th birthday. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was a kid. Yes. Uh, I, I was a fierce Marine, but I was still afraid of talking to people. <laughs> that sounds so familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, lo and behold, he, he talked to her. I noticed her. I thought she was gorgeous the second I saw her. Uh, and I still do to this day. And, and uh, he, he kind of, I, I, I got him. I kept talking about her. So he kind of got tired of me talking about this girl that, that I wouldn't talk to. So he just said, you know what, I'm going to go talk to her. And he did. And uh-huh. I'm glad he did. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I kind of, uh, that's how it all started. Oh, that's beautiful. So wait a minute, 17 and 19. How long has it been? How many years? 
24? 24, uh -huh. yeah. In September will be 25th. Um, yeah, I was, I was even planning on doing like a, was it silver wedding anniversary? Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I, I had no idea. I thought, you know, I knew it was in beyond the teens, but I didn't know it was like 20s <laughs> in the yeah. 20s. That is beautiful. You guys are still just as in love as I, I would imagine as when you first laid eyes on each other. Um, you know, everyone wants to know what that secret is because, you know, most in, in this day and time, you know, stand together even seven years is pretty rough, you know, and seven years is right about that time where you have your first, you know, your first rough patch. I would say in my experience, it's been 14 years, but in my experience, seven years is when you have that first rough patch. So, you know, um, what, what is, I, I want to ask, what is some of the advice that you would give um, married couples, newer married couples, say they're three, four years in, right? And say for all intents and purposes, they have a, a, about another two to three years before that first rough patch come. What, 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 what was something that you guys were able to do to get past some of those milestones? I have a couple of things in mind. Okay. You know, um, one thing that comes to mind is you really got to give vulnerable. I felt like when we were able to move past those very difficult years mm -hmm. was, you know, I just let my guard down. You know, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember telling Omar, like all, all the fears that I had sometimes when I would act out, yeah. you know, um, I would get jealous. And, and I told him like, honestly, I'm afraid that sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. you're going to leave me. Yes. You're going to leave me for another woman, a younger woman. Yes. Like, you know, this thing got to hold up. Right. <laughs> it's holding it up just, pretty well, Sigal. <laughs> You're beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, getting vulnerable with each other. So it is that communication. And to me, it's like, you either have to grow together or else you're going to grow apart. And mm -hmm. we were kids. We were kids. Yes. We had kids really early on. And you, know, you really want to be together more than, that's what I tell myself. I'd rather, I want to be with him more than, I'd rather be divorced. Right. And you're going to have issues, I think, um, with whom uh, relationships are difficult, you know? So, yes. yeah, I, and I also, I let him influence me too, you mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. I let him, you know, like, for example, career choices or stuff like that. Like, I do listen to him. Yes. Doesn't mean that he tells me what to do. Right, right. But I think it's mutual. Yes. You know, we have mutual respect. Yeah, partnership. But, yeah, you, you said it. You said it spot on. It, it's never easy. Uh, it never is. Mm. Uh, marriage is tough work. After 24 years, we, we still have our moments. Yes. Um, you still have your fights. You still have your arguments. Uh, you, you learn how to respect each other. Mm. And, and and you said the seven years, you know, that that was it for us, too. At seven years, mm -hmm. we almost called it quits. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know what it is about seven years, but that seven-year mark is tough. It's really tough. I mean, they have a movie about it, that seven-year itch, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I haven't seen it, but I, I remember. I remember, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So it's all about respect, right? Mm -hmm. You're gonna you're gonna get mad at each other, and, mm -hmm. and I think the the one thing in in my relationship that I'm very happy with is is a lot of people when they get angry they start with the they go into a self defense where they just start mm -hmm. throwing insults or mm -hmm. they just start like they're trying to hurt the other person, uh, and luckily we we have never had that really where if I get upset I'm gonna start calling her names just. Right. 
to make me feel better because I think that it, it comes back to respect. Mm. I think as long as even when you're mad at each other, you try to keep some type of mutual respect mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, because, you know, and even when you argue, you know, at times you got to accept defeat, uh, uh, at times you got to, you know, uh, because, you know, at the end of the day, if you're arguing with somebody, whoever ends up winning, the other one is losing. So yeah. there's always yeah. a loser it's in always, that argument right. no matter what. Right. And when you're together, so, you both, when you're together and one lose, you both lose, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yes, um, there was a question that I had as you guys were talking, but I got so caught up in what you were saying that I lost my <laughs> question. But um, so you guys uh, got through the seven year mark. I think the seven year or two is the, is a change. Like we all go through a change, even, you know, um, there's a change that a man goes through. There's a change that a woman goes through. And then to try to go to try to match those two things up and go through them together is it's very tough because at that point, are you thinking about really, to be honest, is yourself and the change that, that's happening to you? You're like, why am I feeling this way? You know, and um, you, you tend to internalize it and think it's only you. But then even to try to identify with each other's change, there's going to be there's going to be um, there's going to be difficulty in that because a man's change may not be. A woman's change or may not look like what a woman's change is so trying to stay on that same path <laughs> it's a it's a it's a skilled art if you yeah. will you know and i think you um i think you have to get to the point of saying that i love you enough to let you live you know i love you enough to let you go through whatever it is that you hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. have to go through, and I respect you enough to understand that when you come out of this, it's that evolution that had to happen. When you come out of this, I'll still be there waiting because I'm still in love with the person, uh, with the foundation of the person. You know, it's just like, uh, you know, it's like saying if you change clothes, you know, I like that red that you're wearing, but if you change, if you, if you wear black, I'm not gonna love you anymore. That's ridiculous, you know? So respecting each other's change, respecting each other's uh, evolution, we, we tend to get comfortable with one another and, um, you know, we don't want them to, you know, change what they're doing because we feel left behind. You know, like if one goes to school, one goes back to the back to school and the other one does it. You know, it's like, OK, so you're learning something now, huh? You're learning something new, huh? You think you're better because you don't learn something new. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you, you'd be surprised. You know what I mean? We nitpick those things. It's all because what Sugel said earlier on. Is that he? She wants to. Um, it, it's the security thing. She wants like you're not trying to leave, are you? Like you can learn something new, but you ain't trying to <laughs> apply it somewhere else, are you? <laughs> you know, it's that thing. Um, and the other thing I like uh, what you said, Sigel. You were saying that you were able to be vulnerable, vulnerable with him. Um, and I find that that's a um, 
first of all, that's a uh, that's the beauty of being a woman, you know, being being able to be soft and vulnerable. And I think if we sometimes appeal to that side, you know, of, of masculine energy, they tend it tends to soften them up and they understand it more because you could have came at it like, look, this is how I feel. That's it. And that's all. But you came at it like, look, I mean, what's really underneath all of this is that I don't want to be without you. And I signed up for this forever, you know, and it's it looks a little bit like it's not going to be forever. So that scares me. So I like that. I like being able to um, say that and admit that. Um, I remember um, when you, uh, Henry, when you were, uh, where were you? You, we were, I think it was our first year, like 2007 and you wasn't exactly on a deployment, but you was on something for like three months or whatever. And um, I don't know. I just felt like when you came home, you were acting different, you know, and I just like right away, I got scared. I was like, wait, hold hold on. <laughs> did you change your mind? Did you come back and did you come back home? And now you've changed your mind about us. And I remember saying to you, like, if there's something else and if somebody's doing something else that I need to step up and start doing, let me know so that I can do that because I don't want to lose you. Do you remember that conversation? I vaguely remember that conversation. Unfortunately, like, yeah, literally, I've always, you know, you've always, <clears throat> sorry, you've always, uh, you've always, you've always expressed yourself very, very well. And, <laughs> Be and, quiet, uh, Sagal. What you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> she, I know that's right. I know. She, she say that, Henry, because if that's one thing she know how to do, go ahead. <laughs> so. You know, so, uh, you know, there, we've we've obviously had a lot of conversations over the years and, um, you know, ranging, you know, and so that particular one, I don't I don't remember that particular one. But, you know, I'm, I, I, I do I do remember pretty much every time that I've gone out of town and come back almost, you know, you know, like some something along those lines came up mm -hmm. either. Hey, are you uh, you know what, what's going on? You know, like or hey, when, before you walk out the door, you know, now I want to make sure you're good. You know, in every aspect that 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 you can be before you walk out the door, so that you know, so that hey, at the end of the, at the end of whatever your your job is requiring you to do right now, you come home to me. Mm -hmm. And you know, to be honest, as you know, I mean, and I, I, maybe I haven't expressed it enough, but that was probably one of the most important things that you have ever done in our lives. You know, mm -hmm. is making me you know making me understand that before I walk out the door is that you know, hey, no matter what, you know, you're you're making sure that I'm good to go so that you know so that I bring my ass home. You know, so <laughs> speaking of that, um, speaking of the walking out the door, Omar, and I'm sorry, you guys, you you might hear me say Chupa sometimes. That's that's the nickname <laughs> that we call Omar. <laughs> I ain't know if you want me telling people your government though, Omar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Omar, you can chime in on this question too. Um, the walking out the door when you guys, and I know that you know, um, Zugel, you were you know in the military as well, but at some point. Correct me if I'm wrong. You, you uh, got out and was more so staying at home, and he was still active duty. That's correct. Okay, okay. So Omar, when when the when it came to the walking out the door and having to go on deployment and leave your family behind, and I, of course this is a question for both of you all. Um, I can't even imagine the feelings that go through you guys, uh, go through you guys' heart and and the thoughts that you're having. But can you? Honestly, walk us through some of the thoughts that you guys are having when you have to be the one to leave, you know, and and this question is not just for military men, but anybody that has a job that takes them out of a out of state and out of country away from their family. 
what it what what's going through what are some of the things that are going through your mind when you guys are getting ready to walk out the door you, you know it's really tough it's really tough because um you know you you you've been training for the moment that you're going to leave getting ready to go so you, the, the the last few months before a full up deployment you've been focused on, on getting all those qualifications that you need in order for you to go out the door and you know go to afghanistan iraq whatever the case may be so so part of you is is a little numb because you're so focused on on all the training that you've accomplished mm-hmm. to that point mm-hmm. and and you want to put that that training to good use mm-hmm. but but the worst part is knowing that in essence you are you're leaving your family i mean you are um you're walking out on them for life it's yeah. really what it is your yeah. your wife uh becomes a single mom mm. at that point mm. for mm-hmm. a long period of time mm-hmm. uh, and and that's why, uh, you know, percentage, uh, I think it was at one point, it was like, uh, when, when it was averaged 50% of marriage made it mm-hmm. in the military at that same time, it was like 20% of marriage mm-hmm. uh, made it. It was, it's always, military's always been that tough. So, so at the end of the day, you know, the, 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 the feeling that, that, that you have as you're leaving is, you know, it's kind of a, a it's trepidation, it's mm-hmm. fear. Uh, is is you know you 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 pray to God that when you come back in however long you, you're gone that your wife is well that if you have kids that your kids are, mm-hmm. are well mm-hmm. and and that your marriage uh, will have survived through that time Be, because you know it's now, now that we have technology you know back in the day I mean let's be honest when you look at 40 years ago when email was non-existent when you were gone and you communicated through snail mail Mm -hmm. you know that was a different beast you send a letter you waited a month before you got a response (laughs) so so that was pretty bad yeah but but nowadays this is you're as quick as an email away and you know within seconds you could get a response so i'm not saying that it's easy Mm -hmm. but today it is easier than before but um uh, not to go around in circles it, it is it is tough to, yeah. or it should be anyways mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for every good husband to to walk away from your family for any period of time yeah yeah i agree and i, I will say that uh you know over the years uh, you know maturity has definitely set in you know in the beginning my uh you know i was more of uh just cut it out you know like not not think about it not focus on it not care or try not to care because if i showed weakness i thought that it would affect you and i thought that you would wind up focusing on it more than you already were mm-hmm. um and uh you know and then i also realized that when i was gone if i focused on it too much that you know i i was no good you know i, mm-hmm. I couldn't do my job i couldn't focus and i couldn't take care of the business that i was there to take care of Right. Um, you know, of course, I've, you know, after time evolved, um, I kind of realized and got got more to the point that, you know, like Chupa just said, you know, like, hey, you, you know, that's not the case. So I got to make sure at home is taken care of. And if I can fo- if I can face the fact that I've prepared my household before I left mm. well enough, mm-hmm. then when, when I leave, then I'm not as then I'm not as worried or concerned about the negative things. Mm-hmm. Then I'm only just worried about making sure that uh, that, you know, you have what you need to keep the ship afloat. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. Um, I want to reverse the question or ask the question um, to you, Sugel, um, when, you know, and and I obviously know from my own experience, but and then, you know, from both sides, you know, from, you know, being in. So, you know what he has to deal with when he goes. But um, now you're on the other side, um, you know, as a as a mother and a wife. And so when he's getting ready to walk out the door, 
you know, what type of emotions, what type of thoughts are going through your head at that time? I think similar to what BB said, mm-hmm. um, Henry, <laughs> I think Omar said it too, <laughs> but I really did try to stay strong because uh-huh. if I really, you know, if I showed I mean, obviously I cried, yes. but I, I had to tell him, you know, let him know yes. that he physically see me that I'm strong enough. I got this, you know, and I would go home and cry. I mean, I started missing him like the week he was still in the house. And I was already missing uh, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, because I know that he has to be focused on the mission. Uh-huh. Mission comes first. You know, I didn't want him to worry. You're like, you know, I'll, I'll handle it. Mm. We, you know, having good support military wives and, mm. you know, having family support, that's really important. But I, I did, I just, you know, I just sucked it up and yeah. toughed it out and did what I had to do. And I knew that whatever six months, seven months are going to fly by. Yeah. So I just, you know, did things to stay busy and yeah, being a single parent is not easy, especially when they're super little, different challenges when they're teenagers. Yeah. As you yeah, well know. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. But yeah, I, I kind of definitely let him know that I, I got this. Don't worry about us. We're going to yeah. be okay. And I did feel better that, like, just knowing that he was an email away. I don't think I could have handled it if we were in the 50s. Right. <laughs> Snail mail. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would have passed out. Yeah. The first the first time, um, right after we got married, the first time that he had to leave, and it was only going to be for three months, but it was like it was a strange thing because he left for three months and then came home for one and then left for another three months so yeah we got to break up the six months which was a blessing but uh yeah i, I wasn't so gracious uh so gail I, <laughs> I, <laughs> girl, I was like call the red cross who do we got to call to get you home <laughs> it was like it was like well we have to call technically we got to call the red cross i'm like because i'm about to have a nervous breakdown and <laughs> you know but it you know in my small defense um first time ever you know, being a military wife, and I was a single mom, obviously, before I met him, and then got accustomed to not being a single mother um, in the time that we spent, you know, getting to know one another and, you know, uh, getting married and, being, you know, living as a married couple. But right away, um, he had to go off to, um, I'm gonna call it deployment, even though I know technically it wasn't deployment, but he had to leave. And uh, so being thrown right back into being a single mother, I'm like, no, not this again. <laughs> I thought I had escaped this thing, you know. <laughs> so it was it was that um, my oldest son was um, coming to age. So he was just going through that whole thing where he really needed a man in his life. And um, my brother did come out and help me, but it still wasn't the, you know, the father and, and mother family dynamic that I felt like we needed, you know. Um, my job had promoted me um, to be a manager at City Financial, and I thought that that was going to be great, but it just brought on way more pressure than I really wanted to at the time. So it's just like, okay, uh, yeah, mm-mm, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what, I was, can you come home? N- n- no, you can't. <laughs> what do I need to do? He was like, reluctantly telling me I would have to call Red Cross. I did not call Red Cross, but I was this close. <laughs> well, and in your defense, uh, as I said earlier, you know, I was I was, you know, dumb and, you know, young, dumb and immature at that point. You know, so I didn't I didn't properly prepare you before I left. Yeah. You know, so there is, you know, the, here we are. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, miles, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles away or whatever. And uh, we're still trying to take care of business that should have been put in place before I left. 
yeah. you know, so I, you know, a lot of that blame is definitely. Yeah, we were trying to move because right when you coming back, we were going to move out to Maryland. So we had to try to sell the house, move out of the house, move everyone closer to work and school. Yeah, we had a lot going on. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, I just I didn't properly prepare. And, you know, that was the that experience was definitely an eye opening one for me when we got back when I got back and I realized how much I left you, you know, having to do on your own. Um, I was, you know, and maybe I, maybe I never officially told you, you know, thank you or I'm sorry, but thank you and I am sorry. Oh no, 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 you don't have to. Hey, no, I just that. thought about that. Though, no, so, you because know. I'm sure I was telling you I can handle it because yeah, I, I was I'm a sure you were, but you that doesn't. That still that doesn't. Know. <laughs> I'm sure I was like, you don't have to show me how to be a mom. I know how to be. <laughs> I got this. This is what I do. You know, <laughs> like I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, do you, do we have Baventino on the line? Yeah. Baventino's on the okay. line. Um, yeah. How, how long do we get you guys, Sigel and, uh, and, and Omar? How long do we have you guys going to hang out However with us for a little while? Okay. Well, we're going to bring what I like to call the veterans of this conversation. We have, um, we have, uh, Beverly and, uh, Tino, Valentino on the line. It's also, it's Tino's birthday today. And, um, they, how long, how were they, longer than we can count okay so you're all you, you guys at 24 years and we're we lost count believe me they <laughs> they've been together and have raised some beautiful children and mentored uh some beautiful human beings in this world and uh we just love them um they're they're more like auntie and uncle to us and uh they're calling in from minnesota today and they're going to just jump on here in this conversation and add on bab tino are you there yeah, we're here. Yes, we Yay! Are. Give him a hand clap, O'Brien. <laughs> They're going to be the resident veterans of love today. <laughs> How are you guys? Oh, we're doing good. And happy Valentine's Day to you and your family. Yeah. Thank you. You as well. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna squeeze in. I normally don't, but I'm definitely gonna squeeze in to say, you know, happy Valentine's Day to you guys, but happy birthday. Um, I haven't I haven't said it uh, in quite some time on time. I'm usually late, but uh, today I have the opportunity to make sure I'm on time. So happy birthday! Thank you. It's usually my fault, Tino. <laughs> go. I'm sorry, Bev. Go ahead. What were you saying? I said it was a good day. A normal one as usual. <laughs> I never get any Valentine's Day because it's his birthday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Its <laughs> <laughs> plan is that I always do something the day after because it's 50% off. 
<laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me, huh? <laughs> That's what you get it from. Yeah. Oh, so you get a double whammy. That's good. (laughs) That's smart planning, Bab. See, these are the things that we need to know in these relationships, you know, (laughs) how to maximize (laughs) the benefits. Yes. So tell us, um, how long have you all been together? About 46 years. Oh, my God. See, hear that? So, yeah. Gavin Chupa? Y'all got about, what, 24, 24, uh, yeah, 20, 22 more there. years to go. 22. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Uh, We've been here a long time. <laughs> okay. I don't know where all those went. They went really fast. Like, so, yeah. I, I know you... I may I know you may not remember, but if you do remember, if one of you guys remember, how did you guys meet? I know that's crazy. Why would you say that? I'm just asking. It's forty six. We're gonna remember exactly. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I'll let Kim go first. Okay. Okay. Um, my best friend and his girlfriend. Um, rented apartment next to Bev. Wow. And I was helping them move in uh, when I met Bev. And Bev was my um, best friend's girlfriend were, friends. were really close friends. Okay. So... I moved, um, helped them uh, move in, and uh, that's how we got started. Yeah. <laughs> See how the men tell the story so short and sweet. Because <laughs> those are the only the only parts that matter. <laughs> I met her. She was beautiful. I loved her. That end of story. <laughs> <laughs> debating here whether she was two or whether she was one but i did have a child okay you know that um that kind of put a you know a little curve on it you always want to make sure i'll tell you the first the next day he asked me out on a date to go to the pizza shack which was across the street and i said well i can't go because I don't have a babysitter. And he's mm-hmm. like, why do you need a babysitter? Put her on my shoulders and she'll just go with me. Oh. I know that's that right. Was what made, that's what made me know he was the right person. So I think he loved Therese before he loved me. So. <laughs> that is a fact. I did love <laughs> you know, that's they that, ain't got a lot. It's forty six yep. years. They that's, ain't got a lot of kicking. It, it is that, what uh, it is. <laughs> that's that maturity kicking in. Yep, yep. I loved her before I loved you. <laughs> Sip of my damn juice. Well, now we see what. Now we see where Henry gets it from because um, I had a very strict rule about, you know, men meeting my children. Um, you know, if we wasn't mm-hmm. going to be serious or if we wasn't, 
you know, definitely if we wasn't married. Mm-hmm. And um, so, um, you know, when, when him and I first went out on a date, I had him meet me up at the grocery store. I, he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't know where I lived. He still says to this day, I shook his hand at the uh, end of the date. I don't re- remember if she I did. shook your hand or not. She did. <laughs> she, he said, "I just good to see you, buddy." <laughs> like, I, <don't... laughs> I was like, uh, "Instant friend zone." All right. <laughs> no, I was just trying to be very clear of anyway. So, um, you know, anyway, so Tyshawn. before the end of the date, she's riding on the back of the motorcycle all hugged up with me, but she can't even give me a hug at the end of the date. Oh, this is what you've been thinking I'm the whole saying, time? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's been 14 years, and this is what you've been thinking of. This is the first time I've ever heard you say that one. All right, now. We ain't going to talk about the condom I found in your pocket on the second date. <laughs> I had to tell you about yourself. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So you ain't going to tell me what you just told me. <laughs> But um, anyway, I remember it was uh, the the summertime, so or approaching the summer, and you were it was about time for you to get Tyshawn. And you know, um, for those of you that don't know, I was a single mom. I had children, and he had one son as well. And you were saying to me that you you kept asking me like when I'm going to meet your kids, and I'm like, you know, I just kept putting you off. But then you decided to pull up to my um, apartment and say, hey, look, I'm on my way to get my son. <laughs> from the airport he gonna need somebody to play with mm-hmm. i'm gonna need to meet your kids <laughs> you know, like, that didn't happen oh, really like that. okay tell me your version of the story because actually i met him before that you didn't <clears throat> we were sitting here in the parking lot and malik came bouncing down the stairs and you just started cracking up when you saw him and he came over to the truck and then deandre came out and that was it after that that was it and you asked can you take them with you to go pick up uh tyshawn and you know with tears in my eyes, I said, yes, you know, and that was that. They, after that, you never took me out on a date without having them with us. Because I thought we went, I thought we went bowling yeah. that one time before that. We went bowling after that. Yeah, oh. we went bowling after that. <clears throat> well, either way, I told you earlier, I told you early on that, you know, hey, I'm only going to let this go for so long. <laughs> well, I see where you got it from now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, Bev, when did you realize, I'm part of our relationship so i'm sorry what you say bev i said kids were very much an integral part of our relationship in these 46 years you know um they were always there and they were always just accepted in and you never thought any more about it yeah so is that when you realized that you were in love bev or did it take you a little longer? Yeah, I, I, I probably was still a little drawn back. <laughs> I think the breaking moment was for me. I mean, the saying he was. He, I'm older. I'm four years older than he is, so he was yes. young. I always say I pretty much stole him right out of high school. <laughs> but I think the breaking point for me was when I said that's the person I want, and I know this sounds silly, is me and my girlfriend that moved in across the all from me we went to an auditorium or something at the high school and him and his best friend Bubba were standing outside and he had the biggest afro I've ever seen <laughs> and he had a lime green shirt and orange pants bright mm. orange pants <laughs> and I just looked at him and I, I said to Carol that's the person I want <laughs> <laughs> why, much 
<laughs> Why y'all laughing? That was years ago, so that was in, that was in sta- that that fashion was in style. Okay. <laughs> y'all laughing like like it like it just happened yesterday. What was he said? Orange? What with a what? Orange? Orange pants. With what else? And a lime green shirt. Wow. I don't think nowadays that's called pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sugel, what did uh, now? What was that moment that sparked in your eye? Uh, you know, after meeting Omar, what was that? What, what was that? It was was there a thing that he did, said, looked like what? What was that moment for you? Well, <clears throat> he hates this part of the story, <laughs> the way that I say it, but he, not that he had to work for it, but uh, you know, being open with everyone and transparent, um, I did even though I was 19, Mm -hmm. you know, I had a very difficult relationship before I met Omar. Yes. So I wasn't looking to jump into another relationship. Plus he was 17. When he told me his age, I was like, get out of my face. I was like, you're not even legal. Anyway, so we were (laughs) friends. We were going through the same military school. And so we would hang out in the weekends and and then he would he would write me poems in Spanish and love Ooh, letters in Spanish. Yes. And he never yeah. <laughs> and finally he he was like, you know, yes or no? And I finally had I broke his heart, I think, but mm. I was like, no. And then I couldn't stop talking about him. My roommate one day turned to look at me. He's like, why don't you just go look for him? You cannot stop talking about him. You're, yeah. I was stalking him. I had, <laughs> My room was on the third floor uh-huh. on the building, you know, right in front of him. Uh-huh. And his was on the first floor. So I would see what time he would leave, what time he would come back. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, like I fell for him. So I took a shower. Uh-huh. And then I went down to his room. And I was like, yeah, let's try to give this a shot. And it, it was yeah, we were inseparable oh. after that. <laughs> that's sweet. <laughs> did you know that, Omar? Did you know that's when it was it was it for her? It sounds like she gave you a hard time. Did you know when you start winning her over? You, you know, um, I, I felt re- I felt really hard from the beginning. Mm. Uh, it, it was one of those things that I was truly infatuated with her. Uh-huh. It, it was uh, and it, it was just a physical astra- attraction because I didn't know her, but but. That physical attraction was uh, very strong. Like, I mean, I just, the second I saw her, it really, for me, mm-hmm. uh, for me, it truly was, I saw her and I just fell in love with her. And, and you know, that that is superficial, right? But yeah. still, it, it was, uh, uh, so so for me, yes, uh, it, it was tough work. It took a while uh, for her to come around because she was not interested in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and she was honest, though. Yes. She said, look. I have no interest in dating a Marine, no, mm. no interest. Um, so I kind of, you know, I, I, I had to do a tactical move. Uh, and the tactical <laughs> move was, okay, I just want to be your friend the whole time knowing that, that I was just setting something up for, for the opportunity to, to be more than that. Right. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I knew from the get-go, it's a great question. When did I know? To be honest with you, I, I knew the, the first second I saw her that she was she was the one. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. And did now when she actually started um, filling you back, when she actually started giving in to you a little bit, could you tell the shift? Or you did you know when that shift happened? Or it was you were still kind of in the dark for a while. When, when did you? 
realized and like, hey, I took a gamble. Okay. It, it was a huge gamble okay. because uh, what happened was, is, is I, I, in essence, gave her an ultimatum. Uh, and I said, Whoa. all right, the ultimatum is it, it, we're either more, we got to be more than that, or, or I can't be your friend. I, I can't. Right. I just couldn't. And I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't be around her. Yes. Uh, with with just wanted to be uh, on the friend zone, like BB said, I didn't want to be in the friend zone. <laughs> so, so the ultimatum, and she said, you know, when I told her, hey, we got to be more, or we can't be friends, and she literally goes, sorry, I just, I, I cannot give you more, and that was it. I thought it was, I had lost my chance, and it took, uh, it was about a week. After that, I can't recall. The yeah, be between, between uh, I think it was about a week that, that I didn't talk to her. We didn't talk, and I thought that was it. I had lost my chance, and, and you know, it is what it is. Um, but when she came back and she said that, uh, you know, she gave me the opportunity uh, to, to be more than that, I, I definitely did not pass up that opportunity. I got to say, that's one of the things that attracted me a lot about him. I was like, damn, he was like just recently turned 18 because after yeah after we met then yeah. a couple months later he turned 18 mm -hmm. like he just went for it and that was so attractive, attractive. yes so i was i was cocky I, i'll tell yeah. you I was, oh, yeah. I was very cocky oh we love it when y'all know what y'all want <laughs> for real <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know um i was uh i keep doing this with you guys there's so many things i want to say and ask and say and ask and i lose my thought because i get excited about the story <laughs> but <Jump> right in <laughs> but okay so she she gets to the point where she um is going to say 18, nine, okay, 19, 17, he turned 18. It's something about those younger men, I was going to say, because I'm <laughs> five years older than Henry. So Bev is four years older than Tino and you two years or a year and a half ish yeah. yeah long story short all y'all women are cradle robbers <laughs> <laughs> cougars straight up cougars. <laughs> yeah, <but> cougars. <laughs> <laughs> it's something about the energy that you guys bring it's something like i don't know you gotta you, you, you aim to please i i'm gonna say um you're fearless when it comes to what you want you know what you want and uh i think i like especially the way um henry takes care of me in the way of like we could be driving in the car and if I move, he's, he's looking over to see if I'm okay. Like, you need something, you know, and he, like, he's supposed to be driving, like you pay attention to the road, you know, but even me just swiftly moving in the car, you know, makes him aware of me and wants to see if he can do anything to help. And when I say take care of me, it's that fashion. It's, you know, I, you know, that genuine, I don't want anything to ever happen to you, even in the small, like, I don't want your eyebrows eyebrow to raise i don't want your brow to frown i don't want anything to happen to you it's that you know it's that that um you know i constantly um stay in love with that i want you to be okay you know yeah <laughs> how, how how you feel bev how you how you feel about that statement yeah yeah i, I know he cares about how i feel <laughs> yes. it's always time to care of me mm -hmm. sometimes probably more than i want yeah you know, <laughs> you know sometimes i'd like but it's been a lot of years 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Caps understand. Yeah. 46 years old. Yeah. Times. Yeah. You know, I'm like... I want maybe a little more independence mm-hmm. or, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now we're going to get real. Cause <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kids are grown. The grown. Yeah. Grandkids are grown. And soon we'll have a great grandbaby. So, you know. So, who's that in the background? <laughs> I got to ask. <laughs> So you know who's in the background. <laughs> hey Tina. <laughs> so Bev, if if I understand you correctly, you're at the point where it's like, look, I can do it on my own. I can do that. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have yeah, to do that for me. In some, yeah, I mean, in some aspects, I'm getting older, and I do need some help with some things. But <laughs> there's other things that I just would like the independence. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We argue about that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> See, this these the veterans, y'all hear me? We're going to get the real. Y'all acting nice over there, Sagal and Chuba. I know they all <laughs> close to each other sitting up. They both in the same shot. We know that I ain't how like y'all like really get down. <laughs> You see us, we on different cameras and stuff. Yeah, we gonna, love each other, but we gotta be gonna, different. No, you gonna have to give me my own camera because you gonna ask me earlier, do I want you to be able to carry with me? For what? Why you gotta put that out there? Good. You got me sounding like a sap. Like I'm, I'm like, baby, please, please, baby, 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 please. And you like, no. Go sit your behind over there in the corner. <laughs> like, you deserve your own camera. <laughs> Meanwhile, she, you know, you see, yeah. See, hold on, let's take a now. pause and look now. at her he, screen. He's he telling now. <laughs> he telling. He I, every time somebody come around, he cry out for help. He think y'all gonna come rescue him. And I, <laughs> it, it, it looks like uh, Amira's uh, set has a lot more uh, higher budget than yours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> as as well. It, I'll, I'll I'll be I'll be upfront on this one though, and I you know, and, and this ain't her fault. This is that one was more my fault because she, you know because of the fact that this is her show. I wanted to make sure that her scene that her set was definitely set. So she you know, so so that that one I even though I'm it's funny and I agree with it, but the reality is that was me setting that was me for, uh, kind of forcing that one. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I know we got some more people was calling in on the line. It's uh who who we have next? Is Bryson on the line? Um, I think so. Bryson, are you there? Yes, ma'am. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. Y'all, I sound like y'all are having way too much fun on a Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for calling in. We're just trying to uh, spend our Valentine's Day right. How about yourself? Oh, we're um, spending 
spending our Valentine's Day surrounded by our beautiful children. And, Aww. of course, now we're trying to hide from them so we can do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we're going to try not to hold you guys long. <laughs> we just want you to uh, add on to to the love story and to this grown folk conversation we're trying to have. You know, we're, we're, we're in love for real, you know. So there that includes the ups and the downs. Um, and first of all, I want to tell everyone who Bryson is. She is my creative director. She has um, been very instrumental in helping with putting out a lot of the photographs and the fl uh, flyers that you guys see circulating. That's been um, Bryson as well as um, you guys will also see her work in the upcoming um, video, um, everything and the film, uh, everything. So she um, she was just here in town um, the end of December, um, uh, creative directing, doing her thing on the video. So. I thought it would be only right because she loves her hus husband and she's always talking about, I, I get to see the pictures of the family and the kids and the hubby. And uh, when we first met, the first thing you said on, on the phone was, you know, um, you know, you finally found someone that, um, you know, loved you for you and that you could love for him, you know, for them. Like you, you can love him wholly from a holy, uh, holy, from a holistic standpoint, you were able to love him and you finally found someone that matched you. And so um, yeah. I just really wanted you to come on and, and, and just, you know, you guys share your story with us. So, well, thank you for having us. Wanna, you want to tell everyone how we met? Well, yeah. Um, well, first off, we were, I was born in a small town. No, no, that's, that's why I don't let you talk. I know, y'all still ain't even introduced him. I don't know his name or nothing. <laughs> I know, right? It's just me. I'm talking random person on this. <laughs> and, um, I'm her, um, her, her husband, Terrence, uh, also known as, um, well, just Terrence, I guess we're going to go with that for now. So. <laughs> but, um, Hello, Terrence. Welcome to 2020 Vision. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I'm glad I can see clearly. I appreciate it. <laughs> and, um, pleasure to be, pleasure to be, uh, involved with this and, uh, this conversation. But, um, are you asking how we met? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, you really want the real story or the one that we tell everybody? I want the dirty, dirty. Okay. <laughs> well, it depends. Which one's which one's uh, has more more twists and turns to it? <laughs> so, so the real version made me sound like a, a complete jerk. Can we curse on this network? <laughs> yes, yeah, we can. can do. What? Well, how you feeling on this oh, network? <laughs> it, it made me sound like a complete ass. It's the first one. <laughs> But I mean, but it, it turned out it turned out good. I mean, and just to kind of put a long story short, I was actually um, working for a company, and I was happened to be in Ohio, and I was just say I was involved with somebody at the time, mm -hmm. and it wasn't working out, and I was happened to um, go on match.com on match.com mm -hmm. and saw a picture of my now wonderful wife and say, you know what, I'd like to meet, meet her. And I, I told her I was in town and figured, you know, I'd come on and see her. And she was like, this ain't no booty call. What are you trying to do? I wasn't saying it, ma'am. But I was like, he, sent, he sent me a message. His first message was, hey, I'm in town on business and I saw your picture and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And can I, you know, come through, maybe buy you some dinner or something. And it was, I oh. got the message like late at night. So uh -huh. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> it sounded like, that sounded like booty call. <laughs> and in, 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 and the thing about it was that it was innocent as can be, but I understood where she was coming from with it. And then on top of that, for the, so when I was pursuing her, I couldn't call after eight o'clock because she was telling me I'm a lady. I don't. That's right. Eight o'clock. Come on. 
So I was like, well, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a totally different time zone. It's seven o'clock where I'm at. So, you know, I was really on curfew, but it was, it was definitely worth it though, because, you know, you, you in the pursuit, in the pursuit of trying to find somebody that's compatible to you, it's good to find somebody that actually, in my, in my opinion, have values of something that, that made sense. Right. So when you, when you were single, you know, and younger or whatever, you know, the uh, the easy thing always seems things you go for, but it was a challenge. And mm-hmm. I think most men would agree. <laughs> yes. If there is a, a challenge or there is a effort that you put behind it, and it's definitely worth having. My father taught me a long time ago that anything you have to work for is worth having. Yes. So, you know, and, and Bryson was great in, in making me prove myself to, that I was worthy of being in her presence. And it was, it was to me, I didn't have a problem with it. Because I I know I was worthy and then so yes so right. uh, we 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 actually uh, connected and we spent about a, about about a year almost a year before we got married I mean mm-hmm. it, it wasn't long it was, it was um, you know we I actually married me like three months into it mm-hmm. and we uh, I just knew you know and I'll be honest with you it's just sound real creepy to say it but from looking at a picture I I saw one picture of her looking back and I said that's my wife looking at oh and. Here we go eight years later, you know, I'm still married to her, still happy to be married to her. That's beautiful. So that's, 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 that's the way our story went. Right. Well, I was on, I was on match.com cause like Amir, I was a single mom. Mm-hmm. So I was very careful about who I had around my child and, mm-hmm. and the lifestyle that I was living, you know, in front of her. Yes. So for me, it was very important to, you know, stop doing the things I had done in my twenties, which was, you know, you go to the club, you hook up with somebody or you know, you're out and about mm-hmm. and, you know, you're, you're looking for love and like, quote, all the wrong, all places, the wrong places, expecting that people to be different, mm-hmm. um, but you're still doing the same things that you've been doing to attract them. And mm-hmm. so for me, um, going online was a whole different experience. My, yeah. my two best friends, um, Asha and Annie, mm-hmm. her sisters, mm-hmm. and they had met their boyfriends who are now their husbands wow. on Match.com. So I gave wow. them a lot of grief about that. And then finally I went on there. And the thing about it is it was hard because, you know, there's lots and lots of people on there. Um, lots and lots of, right, people doing things they should probably not be doing. <laughs> but you learn to screen better. You, yes. learn, you learn about what you like and who you are and what you're looking for and how to screen out the ones that are just telling you what you want to see. And I had a, day, a lot of frogs. And so I was ready when he came, you know, with that little off-the-wall comment. And I was just like, yeah, no, nah, moving. But what... <laughs> What intrigued me about him was he came back and he tried again and he came correct. And it was like, okay, from there we had conversations. And I just was intrigued by, you know, his, his um, intelligence and the mm-hmm. way that he spoke. He was very respectful of me and my child and my situation and my mother. So eight years later, here we are. Yeah, the thing that's really cool, too, is that we got to talk a lot and got to know each other. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't built on just what I thought was great. It wasn't built on, on, on anything physical because... For one, she wasn't going that, that, that direction. And two, I wasn't looking for anything in that direction. So mm-hmm. we were actually, um, we became, I think one of the best parts of our relationship is we became friends. I mean, I tell her all the time, she's still, she's still my best friend when it comes down to it. Before anything else, I, I rely on her for, for her friendship beyond anything else. And it's just been, it's, it's another thing. I, and I, it, I'll, I'll mention my father a lot because he was a big influence in my life. And his relationship with my mother was uh, 25 years strong before he passed. Wow. And the mm-hmm. thing about them was they um they always bragged about their friendship mm-hmm. was the thing. And it's one thing he told me was son, find a woman that you can be friends with first and everything else will fall together. And and I, I took that advice and ran with it. 
Wow. And, you know, every relationship that I had before that, because I was married before, before I, before I met her. Uh-huh. And, you know, we didn't have any, anything close to that. Okay. But the thing that's been great about my, my, my marriage to Bryson um, is that I, I can rely on her as a friend before I can rely on for anything else. And that's, that's the, beauty, the, the most beautiful part of all of it. Yeah, that is beautiful. Opinion. That is beautiful. Well, it seems like we a lot of us have on this phone and on the show right now have parallel stories, <laughs> you know, where, you know, we. Y'all was doing booty calls? Uh, no, but shout out to Match.com. It sounds like that was the place, uh, Bryson. <laughs> There were lots of I had I had lots and lots of conversations with lots of different types of men, and you learn very quickly, you know, to, how to screen and how mm-hmm. and and who you're dealing with, and just to let people show you who they are. Right. Whereas, you know, like in real life, you're at the club, you see somebody look nice, that's who you want to talk to. You right. want to talk to the guy that has a swag and that looks good, mm-hmm. and you know, he's got all the right words to say. Mm-hmm. And you really don't get past that superficial. So. Yes. You know, I was skeptical about it. My mom was very much a lifetime oh, movie watcher. And so she's like, oh, no, you did a movie where the woman met the man online and not you did. I thought I was coming out there to kill him for the long time. So just, no, I had to get past that hole for a long time. And then for me, you know, he, he actually took time to, like, woo me and to like yes. really date date you not, court you you know yeah and i felt any man that would drive eight hours mm-hmm. every other weekend just to come out yep. and have coffee or just to come out and say hi or whatever that was a person that was worth you know getting to know better yeah well, and at the same time i thought i thought she was worth the drive i mean or worth the trip i mean Aww. like i said if it, if it was if i didn't think so i wouldn't have wasted my time you know traveling that way forward i mean i wasn't um not bragging on them, so I was desperate or anything, but I found somebody that was a kindred spirit who had value similar to mine and wanted the same things that I wanted. I mean, I had no problem traveling. I mean, I was traveling all over anyway for what I did. I was in California. I was, mm. I was in Florida. I was in Georgia. I was everywhere. And it came down to a point where I was, you know, I was getting older and I wanted to settle down and, yeah. again. And I really, I mean, I really wanted a, 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 a companion for the rest of my life. And, Aww. um, I wanted a wife, you know, yeah. and, and, and and I found the woman I thought could, could be my wife and have my children with me, and, and I, was, I was right. Now I have a, a lovely, wonderful family. I have three beautiful daughters. Yes. I got a, a great family and a great dynamic, and it's a great thing. That's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, I do have to throw one question in the mix. So we earlier on, have you guys been listening since the uh, beginning of the show? Yeah. Okay. So earlier on, we were talking about um, the the seven year, the seven year itch, the seven year change, the seven year dynamic. Um, Obviously, um, Sugel and Omar have been together for 24 years. Um, The uh, um, Bab and Tino has been 46 years. Here and I, 14 years, and you guys, eight years. So when seventh Mm -hmm. year came knocking on the door, how was that? Was there any transitioning for a period for you guys at that time? Not for me. Not really. Wow. I think, I don't know, like, I think it goes back to that whole friendship thing. He's my best friend. I don't want anything, you know, to hurt him or to harm him. Yes. And, you know... I think also, you know, getting married later in life, you've mm-hmm. pretty much been there, done that. Mm-hmm. You had, mm-hmm. you know, time to party and time to travel yeah. and go everywhere and mm-hmm. see everything. Mm-hmm. And for me, marriage was, you know, it's a lifetime commitment. I'm yes. not going to settle for anyone that I don't see myself with long term. So, yes. right. And it, it, I think, I think of it as like, 
the, the, the life that we've lived in the, in the past eight, nine years, we've known each other. I wouldn't want to share with anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I would, I wouldn't want to disrupt the dynamic that I have with, with Bryson with, and by involving or, uh, entangling, let's use that term. Mm-hmm. Entangling, oh Lord. With, <laughs> with, 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 uh, with someone else. With someone it's else. not worth it. Yeah. I mean, I was still, I brag all the time, but I, I come from a family of love. My, my I, I, again, I'm bringing my parents back. Yes, to yes. My my father loved my mother until the day he died. My mother still she hasn't found a, a, a companion since then. It's been 15 years, my father in the past, and she um, to this day, you know, she she can't find anybody to compare to it because that relationship was so strong of what they had built together. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes. And I think I have something similar to that, and I don't want to damage that. I don't want, I don't want to do anything to... Um, destroy or, or put an, even a dent or a bruise on that relationship. I mean, Bryson's been by my side through some very hard times mm-hmm. and through some very great times. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anybody else that, that, that I could deem worthy enough to share that time with me. And that's, that's the way I look at it. That's beautiful. You guys have something to um, set your foundation on, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful love story. It's, it's a, um... It's it's a it's a timeless. It goes down to our children too. We hope our our, our girls when they get married, they find some, some you know uh, soulmates or, or whatever term we want to use that actually can ha- have them have happy relationships with as well. You know, and and that's what I'm hoping for as as a father. I'm hoping yes. I'm, I'm showing an example to my my three daughters the same thing that a man can love you mm-hmm. and actually treat you the way you're supposed to. Be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it and was it uh, an easy transition for you uh, integrating into the family um, as, you know, becoming a father to, you know, daughters? Um, how was that for you? Um, how how did that connection happen for you with your uh, with, you know, obviously you came in and, she, you know, she already had children. I have the same story. But how did you know, well, how how was that for you? It, it, it wasn't hard. Um, my oldest daughter, um, you know, we we bonded pretty quickly. I mean, I, th- I think we still got a pretty decent mind from the, from this day. I mean, I just treated her like she was mine from the beginning. You know, I mean, if I'm going to bring her my life and I'm going to be her father, because I don't, I don't believe in the whole step thing, then I'm mm-hmm. going to treat her like, like she, like she came from me. And I never looked at anything behind that. Mm-hmm. And I love her just as much. As I love my, my two biological daughters. I mean, it's, it's the exact same thing with it. Right. So right. I don't think it was any type of uh, challenge or anything to it. The challenge, uh, the only challenge I think was that I had to make sure that I did the best that I could do, and I couldn't I couldn't do anything less than my best for her. So when she wakes up and she goes off into the world, she knows that this man loves me just like he loves my mom, and he, he's going to do anything he can to take care of me for the rest for as long as he's alive for me. That's that's what I wanted my oldest daughter to know, right. and right. my youngest daughter they they know from just from birth. But I wanted her to know that I'm her dad. That's right. Down to it. I think I think his his proudest moment was I think a year into our marriage mm-hmm. when she called him dad oh. and they were store shopping <laughs> and he didn't know who was you know he he never answered to that name before she was like dad 
that. That. He was like, what you talking to? Oh, it's me. I'm that. Talking about missing the kid or something for a while. So, I mean, and like you said, we never had the whole step parent or step father. And we made it very clear with our family. Yeah. You know, we don't do steps. Yeah. We're, we're family. Yeah. Once we're family, we're family, we're family for life. So if you yeah. have an issue with that, you can take your issues on somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. We don't utilize. Yeah, it sounds like us, you know. Uh, we don't believe in step. We don't say step dad, step mom. We just say mom and dad, you know. I'm, yeah. I know, Henry, you wanted to chime in on that. Oh, no, I was, yeah, I was basically, you said exactly what I was thinking. That's exactly how we are. We, you know, and, you know, my, I guess, it, you know, it kind of goes just with the way I was raised. But, yeah, if, you know, if you start saying step, then, then you're distinguishing that this is, that they're different. You know that there's some differences between right. between your kids, and there's not. And a lot of times, I think um, children are the glue in in marriages and relationships. They they are really the glue. Like when you when when you guys can come together and agree on how you should raise uh, another human being. <laughs> you know, there are children, but they're still another human being, and, and and two people have to meet and agree on, you know, the benefit of that that human being raising that human being. I think when you, when you can come together on that, I, I believe that really becomes the glue in relationships. Um, Omar, I know uh, Sugail stepped out, but, uh, you know, I, I know you guys obviously uh, had children and raised them together, but uh, what would you say about, you know, children being the glue a lot of times in our in relationships? You know, uh, uh, right. they're tough. Having kids is not easy. Uh, <laughs> I, I will tell you this. Um, um, <laughs> if you were to ask me, uh, and this is, I'm probably way off on this, but if you were to ask me if, if you, there was a scale uh, and kids, uh, they're either, you know, keep a marriage together or kind of push a marriage more separate on, mm. on, on our relationship, uh, kids, uh, kids actually brought a new dimension that, that made our marriage tougher. And, and the reason for that with us was because Sugel and I are very different. Uh, though we look alike, we're very different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, I I am more of a, a authoritarian kind of more of a strict uh, discipline kind of guy, and, and Sugel is absolutely more of the free free flowing kind of let the kids um, kind of do their thing and, and let, let them learn through the process. Yeah. And, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna tell them what I've learned so they don't have to go through what I went through. Yeah. Uh, so, so I do agree uh, in a certain degree, they, they are the glue. I mean, you know, if, if it comes down to exp uh, uh, the, the, you got to respect, uh, respect the marriage, right? So it's, right. it's not only the mutual respect, but respect the fact that nowadays people get married and, and they say the words till death do us part, uh -huh. but, but that, that's just words they have to say to a lot of people. Uh, they, they, they don't really fully grasp the, the significance of saying till death do us part. Uh, and, and marriage is not easy. I'm not, not saying it's easy, but, uh, uh, but you know, same thing with kids. Going back to your question is, you know, kids bring that new dimension, that, that uh, a, a new dimension of, of problems that you have to fight through as, as a couple. Uh, and, and uh, you know, as long as you abide by that, okay, we're going to figure this out no matter what and, and still stay together at the end then then you should be okay right right 
I agree. Well, you know, guys, I know that um, uh, Sigal and Chupa, you guys going to have to leave us in a second. I would like to propose a toast to all the lovers out there. Um, er definitely everyone that's online. Um, Bev, Tino, uh, Sigal, Chupa, Bryson. Um, I'm sorry. What's your husband's name again? I'm sorry, Bryson. Slap me later. Slap me all kinds okay. all up in my head Mary. later. Terrence, Bryson and Terrence. I blame Bryson because she's the one who didn't introduce him. <laughs> 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 it's my fault. I didn't introduce him. I'm sorry. And all of you chatters and all of you Facebook follow, uh, Facebook followers out there, as well as your YouTube, Instagram, behind the scenes, Twitter, I want you guys to uh, raise your glasses with us. Uh, we are, oh, wow. Okay. So we usually we uh, feature a new whiskey each month, but. Um, this time we are. We, he actually brought back one of my favorites, which nope. is Green Spot. What is this? Then? Nope. This is okay. Well, go ahead then. Go ahead. See, I thought it was okay. <clears throat> All right. So it is Green Spot, but it's a it, it's a twist on Green Spot. So this Green Spot was actually finished in a uh, a Chateau uh, Lavelle um, <clears throat> wine cask. Okay. So it actually has a different finish to it. Mm. So a much different thing. Um, and I I, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised i think you're going to enjoy it a lot well typically green spot is uh, is my favorite um out of all the whiskeys so far i've liked some that you've uh brought here like angels envy and caribbean cast but green spot has remained my favorite and so this is a little twist to it so okay i'm open to it we're gonna pour it up over here you guys can raise your glasses it could be green juice water um whiskey wine beer whatever you like to drink um and we're going to propose a toast to all the lovers in the universe and we want to send our love to you as well um from 2020 vision from the cook family from the robinson family we want to say that love life and light is the only way salute cheers 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 yes mm. <laughs> this taste is that sweet wonderful. finish on it it's almost like coconut and all kinds of wonderful so, things. I gotta say, uh, Henry Beebe is the one that turned me to my favorite one, and that's Monkey Shoulder, and that's what I'm drinking. Oh, <laughs> nice. He, he knows how to pick them. Henry Beebe knows how to pick them. He, he, he's he's <laughs> picking them too. <laughs> I think he's give, given everyone an education on whiskey more than we've ever known through this whole year or through the whole 2020. And now. yeah, yeah, 2020, and then now to 2021. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I did kind of since it was a green spot was one that we had on before. I kind of didn't go into the into it a little bit, but it is it's a single uh, pot stilled Irish whiskey. So it's not a it's not an actual scotch. It's a actual actually an Irish whiskey, but it is a single pot stilled Irish whiskey. Wonderful. <clears throat> Tastes great. Well, Chupa and Sigil, we love the fact that you were able to spend just a little bit of your Valentine's Day with us. Thank you for allowing us to come into your home and send you love and light and share your story with us. We really appreciate it. Believe me, someone has benefit benefited from your story. They understand a little better now. And you definitely gave people the courage to keep trying and keep going, you know, for what they want um, as it regards to love and family and life. So thank you so much um, for your time today. And, uh, you know, thank you guys both for your service. Well, thank you for having us. And, and next time you guys are down in San Diego, you guys better give us a call. We got to get together. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's so been too long. To you. Thank you for allowing us to share our story. Thank you for sharing it. What's up, Henry? Take care, guys. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. All righty, all righty. Everybody, is this train still going? Everybody still with me? Bryson, you still here?
Yes, ma'am. All righty. Good, good, good. We having this grown folk conversation. Baventino, you still here? Yes, we are. All righty. Okay, and now we have a new caller calling in. Um, she goes by the name of Mama's Love, but it is Angie. This is my cousin. She says she's in. It's a five one. It's a five one three number. It should Got be. It. <clears throat> I'm not telling tell Angie's number on TV though. <laughs> hey, cousin Angie, are you there? I am here. How are you? I am here. Hey. Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Yes, we need you to uh turn off your uh um the um or turn the, the sound off of uh the the uh whatever you're watching the show on. Oh, okay. So let's see. How can I let me see? Okay. So turn that sound off. I got you. Okay. So let me see. Hold on. Let me see. Yeah. So that that, that way, because you you were responding to the sound off of the off of the show, which is like ten seconds, thirty yeah. seconds late. I got you. Okay. So let me <clears throat> let me turn it off. Hold on. Give me one second. I'll put that one. The let me turn the sound off of that. Um. Okay, while we figuring it out, we're gonna read a little can you, bit. Can you can can you still hear it? It's gone now. What about now? Um, I'm trying to find the uh, mute thingy. Where's the mute, baby? Where's the mute? <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Oh, stubborn so, technology. Okay, well, it, I mean, if you that? just if if you guys just don't pay attention to that sound and only pay attention to the sound off of this of the phone, um, you you know, then then we're yeah. good. It's it's just you you um you're you're really delayed if you're listening to the sound from the uh from the show. No, I'm listening to you, Henry. How are you doing? Happy Valentine's Day, my <laughs> friend. She turned up now. She turned up now. Oh lord. Y'all hold on to your We doing good. <laughs> yes, it is very turned up now. <laughs> so how you doing, cousin? You guys are looking beautiful, by the way. Let me just say. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, I always try to keep up with her, and then every once in a while, she dresses me too to make sure I'm on on par. Y'all believe that? Y'all believe I dressed? Uh, they do. I don't even know why I'm asking that question. They they believe I dress you. So never mind. So all the nice stuff in my closet, most of it have it, have you or have you not picked it out? What about the stuff you got tailor made in uh in the Middle East? Uh, that was like four shirts. Anyway, I did pick out the cotton from Egypt though. So I see, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm not saying that I, that that you pick out everything, but I'm saying you do help mm -hmm. to make sure that I stay on okay. par. All right, how you doing, Angie? Is, is Darren is Darren there with you? Darren is actually here with me. Yes. And, and for those of you all that don't know that this is married life, you hear the conversation that's going on between them two about their closet. That is married life. And that's what it is about love. This is what it is. <laughs> well, we have we have some other uh, other love couples uh, on a line with us. We have. Um, Baventino, um, they're they're our uh, resident veteran loves. They've been uh, together for forty six years. Um, Sugel and oh, wow. yeah, Sugel and Chupa, they had to um, get off, but they were they were on and they had been together for twenty four. 
And then we have um, Bryson and Terrence. They're also on the line and they've been together for eight years now going strong. And then tell us how long you and Darren been together, Angie. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Well, um, Darren and I are uh, Ohio natives, Cincinnati, Ohio natives. Uh, we have been together um, going on 30 years now, um, wow. you know, the better part of uh, 30 years almost. Um, we are the proud parents of eight kids. Wow. Um, and we are still going strong <laughs> at this at this current moment. We are playing backgammon <laughs> in our COVID habitat uh, because, you know, we are, we are still, uh, you know, in Ohio. Um, they have actually lifted our curfew, but we are still COVID compliant. Mm. We are not real eager to be out there amongst the, uh, you know, the, the population. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are quite content with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are playing backgammon we sipping at our own private bar mm, we got mm-hmm. our spirits going and um we might be just a little bit tipsy so if you <laughs> say something y'all censor it okay no we here for it <laughs> we sure here. sure yeah yeah we'll censor it go ahead say whatever whatever you want we'll censor it later <laughs> no <laughs> Well, we uh we just had our Valentine's Day dinner, and we plan to have our uh, Valentine's Day uh, romance later. Um, like I said, going on thirty years later, after eight kids, uh, we are empty nesters, and uh, we we have a very lovely um, love story. If y'all interested in hearing it, we definitely want to. Uh, we are very well. We are very willing to tell it. All right. We definitely <laughs> want to know it. We're here for it. Where, you know, when and where did y'all meet? And uh, take us from there. When when and where you guys met? Okay. So, um, Darren and I have a kind of a unique love story. We basically um, were told about each other uh, from each of our siblings. Um, his sister, my brother, uh, were dating um, some 20-something odd years ago. And it was like, hey, you should meet my brother. And it was like, hey, you should meet my sister. Mm. And, um, you know, he was a uh, he was separated. And mm. I was a single mother of four. And it was like, okay, I'll meet him. And it was like, hey, yeah. He's like, I'll meet her. And, you know, so it was a one party, big party for, like, you know, a group of uh, Sagittarius's. And we, we met. And when we met, um, he seen me, I seen him, and I was like, hey, I understand it's your birthday. And he was like, yeah, it's my birthday. And I said, well, in my family, it's a tradition. We we put cake on your face if it's your birthday. And I slapped a piece of cake in his face, and he looked at me like I was crazy. And um, I said, oh, you didn't like that? And he was like, he just kind of stared at me. I said, let me get that off of your face. And I licked it off of his hey, face. Whoa, wait, wait. Every oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Did you say hallelujah? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I, what, what did he say? I want to hear Darren. What did he say? You said, what did you say? I said, hey, y'all. That's 30 plus years of marriage right there, baby. Right. Well, you, you see how I had to make sure I, I wanted to hear what he had to say because I'm like, yeah, yeah. He said, 
<laughs> he licked. I got so, you. I got you, brother. So, Darren, do you remember? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Darren, do you remember Miss Thing licking the cake off your face or what? <laughs> None of y'all they done said they was drinking over there. <laughs> Thirty years later, empty nesters. <laughs> I, I just heard him say that uh you you see I can't get hardly get a word in and I said, I got you, brother. That's why, you know, that's why I wanted to make sure I heard what you had to say. <laughs> All right, there you go. Now he, I wanted you to say the part about the licking the cake off his face. I, that was me asking, do you re, do you remember that, Darren? Do you remember uh, cake getting licked off your face from this strange young lady that you had just met? <laughs> yeah, I remember all that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we gonna get, Darren. Hey, well, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Reciprocity at its finest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> wow. Okay. So that was that was a, um, a a roller coaster ride, ready to uh, begin. You know, it's, I tried to. Uh, I warned y'all ahead of time. <laughs> That's all right. Is it? It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna we gonna put that on loop for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so now I do want to jump in and ask you guys this question. We were earlier on, if you guys were listening to the show, um, when we were talking to Chupa and Sigel and even um, Bab and Tino, and uh, we even asked Bryce and, and Terrence. You know, we, we talked about that seven year, that seven year itch, that seven year um, evolutionary time for you, that seven year change. Did you got did your relationship go through any type of, you know, up and down roller coaster ride during at that seven year mark? Was there something that you guys noticed during that time in your marriage? Okay, well, you know, oddly for us, um, we actually we did quite well actually, mm -hmm. um, beyond the seven year is. Mm -hmm. Uh it was actually kind of more so um a little bit beyond that, just a teeny bit beyond that. Okay. Um, we were a blended family, of course. Mm -hmm. As I said, I was a mother of four. He had uh, two little small children. Um, he had been separated at the time when we met, uh, just before we got married. And um, and we kind of had that um, unsignificant but significant other kind of kind of reappear and mm -hmm. that kind of threw us some little glitches in there mm -hmm. and that's when we kind of had that little um spell where we had uh issues to kind of surface that rock the boat so to speak mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and that's when we had issues it was we have never and this is something that um i honestly can say We've never had issues that uh, came about to where, as we could say, infidelity or anything else was the issue. It was always uh, that if any at any point of time, it was something to do with um, other people, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, significant others, uh, baby mama drama or yeah. uh, baby <laughs> daddy drama, or, you know, somebody yeah. else's drama. It was yes. never our drama. It was mm -hmm. just always our, you know, the kids' drama, somebody's drama that wasn't ours. Right, right. Um, but, you know, um, 
that's that was the thing that really like kind of gave the trouble in the marriage, so to speak. But it was always something that we can yeah. He said his seventy. He said his seven year itch didn't get scratched after twenty five. <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> do tell, Darren. <laughs> do tell. Do tell. <laughs> but you know what? It, we keep it hope alive. Right. That's right. But, but no, on on a on a serious on a serious level, you know, there is always going to be something. Right. But the the real matter of the issue is is how you do how you how you deal with it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and when you deal with when you deal with any issue in a marriage, it dealing with it together is always going to be your your champion, your your survival. Yes, your survival is always going to be something which you deal with it together. Right. You know, mm-hmm. but if somebody always going to take a stance, you know, um, mine's yours. You're never gonna get. You're not gonna survive. You're not gonna survive that. Okay. But if you take a stance and we can do this together, you're gonna survive. You'll survive it. Okay. You know, a wise man once said, "You know, divide. You know, together we can stand. Divided we gonna fall." Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's a true statement. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a true statement. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. If you open up your hand and you slap somebody, you might do a little damage. Mm-hmm. But if you sock a punch somebody with a closed fist, you might knock them out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so and, that's what you say, Miss. So. And 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 <laughs> <laughs> you crack it up. Right, right. <laughs> that dynamic sound familiar. <laughs> what you talking about? Anyway, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> see, I swear to God, with this one over here, boy. But uh, so, you know, this is a question I want to ask to the whole panel, if you will. Um, um, you know, and we, we'll have we'll have everyone chime in. Um, Henry, we'll start with Bab and Tino. Um, then we'll go to uh, Bryce and Terrence and then we'll end with um, Angie and Darren. Um, you know, we've all, you know, here uh, on the phone and, um, you know, that's participating right now. We've all been together um really for quite some time even even eight years is especially in this day and time is a long time to be you know and unfortunate that's not you know how it was with our parents but you know a lot of us um you know in this day and time you don't make it damn eight years you know what i mean so um but with with all of the um the experience that's that's here on this phone and on this uh show right now um, I would love to talk about how we move around each other, how we make adjustments to each with each other um, to accommodate and make each other comfortable, even even in the relationship. So things start to change. We all start to evolve. Either we grow to grow together or, you know, we grow apart. And even sometimes when we find ourselves growing apart because of the will to want to be together, we start trying to bring it back together. So we start making adjustments around each other, you know, um, whether it's uh you sleep there and I'll sleep here, but I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to leave. I don't want to, you know, to be apart for real, you know, or, um, you know, um, I'll walk the dog in the morning and you walk them at night because I know that, you know, you're a night owl and, you know, I'm a morning person. You know, we make adjustments. We start to make adjustments from things that are very, that are very minute to things that are very serious. Like, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I can't stand it when you raise your voice or I can't stand it when you come home later, whatever the the thing is, you know, what adjustments have you had to make to 
to still exist with one another. Um, can we start with Baventino? Well, you know, for many years, we raised children. Uh-huh. I raised our three. I raised many other like three and a bunch of neighborhood kids. There were always kids around. Life was always busy. Tino was working. I was working. And life was just busy all the time. And then all of a sudden, we didn't have to work anymore. We didn't have to go to work. And we had to learn. We've had to learn in 46 years, probably in the last five years, how to evolve around being with each other 24 hours a day, every day which sometimes is very complicated. So when I turn into dependence, that's probably why I do it, because I'm finding it hard to have someone there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 24 hours a day. I'm not used to that. Yeah. So we learned to work it out. You know, I, I know this sounds funny, but I get my little ways. I have a little mailbox clap downstairs and I go down there every day at two o'clock with then I sit with all the older ladies Mm -hmm. and we have conversations so I've learned to evolve and get my own space that way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know about Tino but (laughs) (laughs) no that's I normally just get get in the car and take a drive I don't need to go anywhere just take a drive and that that keeps me um, balanced, but being around being around Bev twenty four seven isn't the easiest thing. <laughs> I know I'm not either, but we 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 do we love each other. No, it's just uh, <clears throat> we're still- we're not used to being. Yeah, we're still trying to figure that part of our life out. Right. <laughs> and that's honest. And the COVID thing does any. No, so. that don't help at all. <laughs> <laughs> so not only are we thrown together from not working, but we have nowhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I know I know you got Go ahead, I'm listening. Yeah. So what you say, Bab? I missed the last part. I said, you guys still have jobs and you're busy with kids and stuff. And um, that retirement thing ain't always the easiest thing. So. I I agree with working. that. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I totally well, agree. Having, having, kids, having kids makes you have to adjust a lot, too. We have two little ones and a teenager. And so. You know, we have to constantly find time for each other mm-hmm. so that we don't get lost in just being mom and dad. Mm-hmm. So that's that's been a major adjustment for us going from infants and thinking that, okay, as they get bigger, we'll have more time. And mm-hmm. now they're toddlers and, and they're, they're four and six and 17 and we still don't have any time. <laughs> just trying to, you know, so we we started just making dates and going out on dates or taking a trip for a weekend and having weekends away or just quiet time in our room where we can just be together and just watch a movie together and not have to be mom and dad all the time. Oh, that's beautiful. 
Yeah. That's beautiful. I mean, we've been fighting for coming to hear the entire time we've been talking about so. <laughs> <laughs> Going on music, pushing children back. I, I know. Like, this is grown up time. Go to the bathroom by themselves as parents. So it's, just, it's, it's like a constant adjustment. <laughs> I'm the man in the house, so I have no choice. <laughs> you know, these kids, they don't care. They don't care at all. You, mom, dad, no matter what. I always tell my kids, like, I could be sitting there at the Grammys getting my award, and y'all can come, ma. Mom, like, really? Yep. Just what we doing? They Ma, don't I care. I see you on TV right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't care at all. Hey, I do want to. I, I do want to take the opportunity to say, hey, I feel for you, Terrence. I'm I'm very happy we had all boys. I ain't got to deal with half of the stuff you got to deal with, and so I, my heart goes out to you, brother. Oh, but you had to deal with some stuff. <clears throat> I did, but but with boys, you know, the harder, the, the more they act up, the more the, you just hit them harder. Whereas little girls, you can't. <laughs> you know, girls, you can't do that. No, he, when when Terrence was talking about his transition into the family, it was all nice and sweet, and oh. You know, the hi, Dad. You're my new dad mm-hmm. now. You yeah, know? he said that. Like, yeah, but that then, way. but I was just thinking about your your transition into them, them boys. And at first, like, like, because my oldest son, he was, you know, used to be being the uh, man of the house for all intents and purposes, even though he, you know, yeah, yeah. wasn't. But you know, in his mind. But um, <clears throat> at first, it was nice. It was a nice welcoming. You know, finally, she let a man around us. He, you know, mm-hmm. we get a dad now, and all these things. But um when he found out that you were more on my side than his side oh that pissed him off it was a war yeah, that was yeah. war then yeah. you know so yeah you know but you know hey we we made it through it i, I i'm just glad i ain't got to deal with that emotional warfare that happens you know when they turn teenager you know little teenage girls you know that you know like y'all 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 figure out how to how to uh m- you know m- mentally uh attack and mentally am- manipulate <laughs> you know whatever i'm, I'm saying i'm just i'm just saying you know like so i you know like i heard i heard i heard her you know you know laugh or bryson said that you know yeah well he the only one that gets to go to the bathroom by himself i'm like yeah but that's that you know, he 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 gonna need that. He gonna need just that because with all them women in the house, I, I can only imagine. Oh mm. God! <laughs> oh, he he's he's upset because we got a cat and he thought it was a boy and it's, it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. See, see, I already know. I already know. I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm, my dog, heart goes out to you. It's gonna be a boy. I'm gonna make sure and check myself. <laughs> Hey, you gotta be careful though, cause the boy dogs, man. Them boy dogs, though, they 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 don't they don't like you as much. The girl dogs, they they fall in love with with uh with, with you know whoever their uh whoever the master is, and they just they do whatever you know. So I, they harder to train. The boy dogs are just, yeah, well, just throw that cat, out he there. He got a female cat. Yeah, that that is true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I I give you that. <laughs> so Angie and Darren, I want to propose the same question to you guys how have you guys uh you know figured out how to move around each other when you know when there are changes and dynamics uh happening um in your relationship what adjustments have you had to make to just continue to exist with with one another i'm i'm sorry me say that one more time how how do you how you phrase that again for me say that in drunk language Basically, I know. I mean, thir- huh? Girl, don't say I'm <laughs> And see, and now she's answering the question: How do we move around each other? Just don't pay attention to this, <laughs> right? No, so hey, no, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
adjustments that you guys may have adjustments that, that you guys have may have had to make with with each other over the years just to kind of still be able to exist with one another as you guys you know continue to evolve and grow and still want to be together what type of adjustments have you had to make um even within yourself to even continue to coexist with your husband and when I stop talking, <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> no, seriously, I, I stop talking. <laughs> and men sometimes need to just stop talking. Yes. yes. Because men, they don't know what to do when you stop talking. I like that. Because <laughs> when you stop talking, they get confused. I like it. Oh, the game on. <laughs> you know, <laughs> really, like, they really try to figure out what what it is that they need to do because you stop talking, mm, 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 mm. and that's just that that is a serious part of it. Because once you know, women, we really have we we they know we really do a lot. We take a lot. We do a lot. We control a lot. Men do not know how to handle stress. They're not equipped to do stress. Stress is not meant for men. Men do not do stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Women do stress. Mm-hmm. Women completely do stress. Stress is women's middle name. Women's middle name is stress. We completely handle stress. Men don't do stress. Mm. So when you stop talking, and all the stress is on them. They look at you and they be like, okay, so what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's when you can talk. And when that's when they they are able to listen. Mm-hmm. 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 And that's when things get done. Well, that's good. That's because good. Sometimes, sometimes when we talk too much, we overwhelm them. And then they become angry. And then they become unable to get along with, and then that's when nothing works. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. So therefore, you know, and I, I found that out. I found that out over the years that I can't move him in certain ways when he is not able to hear me. When he's not able to hear me, I can't keep talking. So sometimes I just get quiet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that and, I, and, I I think that's great that's advice what, for you know, a lot of women. A lot of women. You know, they that's jewels she's dropping, you know. guys. That's knowledge. That's a thirty four year uh relationship or thirty plus year relationship that's talking right there. So um I think we can all benefit from that. So let me make my public service announcement really quick. Um it's seven fifty six our t- uh, Pacific Standard Time and so within about uh four or uh, four minutes uh the blog talk portion drip the mic network um portion of this is going to cut off so that means everybody that's on the phone um will get cut off so i want to thank you all for coming um we have about four minutes starting with babantino if we could just um say some final words to the people and we're gonna get out of. We're gonna uh, get off this line. You guys can continue watching on YouTube and um, wherever you're watching at. You can continue doing so. But the phone line, we're gonna have to hang up in about four minutes. So, Babantino, can you give us some quick final words for the people? As long as you 
respect their partners. Uh, y'all have a good life. All right. It's really easy these days to say I'm not going to put up with that and it's easy to leave. A relationship worth having is a relationship worth fighting for. And you always got to try to get over those humps. Don't ever say it's easy to walk away. All right. Bryson and uh, Terrence, really quick. Just your last Bryson. Okay. Angie and Darren, real quick. 90 seconds. Always remember to say, I love you. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on. I really appreciate you taking time to spend your Valentine's Day with us. We loved sharing your stories, hearing your stories. And uh, thank you. We, we I know I've learned a lot um, just in this small amount of time. You know, we probably need to do another show like this and do a whole panel and let them just give us, you know, give us uh, information and give us education on what we can do seconds. to uh, Bryson just log back on. have successful relationship. Bryson, you got 60 seconds. Say what you got to say. And uh, and then we're out. Um, just, just remember to be kind to one another. Kindness goes a long way in, in understanding that that person can't read your mind. So that's, that saved our relationship lots of times, just simple kindness. And be friends. The most important part is be it, it, this, your wife, your husband, your best friend. Just always remember that. I love it. Thank you guys for coming on. We love you, the Cook family. We love you, 2020 Vision. We love you. And uh, all of you guys will talk to you and see you soon. But again, thank you guys for coming on and sharing your stories. Okay, you can cut that off, O'Brien, and I'm, I'm so I can say my last comments without interruption. Cut that Ten off. seconds. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. All righty, you guys. Oh my God, this has not been another version of 2020 Vision. And the moral of the story is always love, life, and light. I said we were going to tell the end of our story. What was the? Well, we haven't gotten to the end of our story, but how? Yeah, how, I was going to yeah, say well, the okay, end. Sorry, wow. Sorry, sorry. Um, <clears throat> but I said we were going to, um, you know, wrap it back around. So we met. Um, we met. We uh, raised uh, four beautiful boys. Mm -hmm. We've uh, we've journeyed into crazy town and back. Mm -hmm. we've had our ups and downs we've mm -hmm. fought we've argued mm -hmm. we've you know I, I i you know like you said we had about seven eight years of absolute bliss bliss with no argue with almost no arguments yeah. and then you know hey we kind of started you know getting real with each other i guess yeah i think about <clears throat> 10 years into it is when you know yeah when all of the um i don't know if i want to call them mask or you know the false pretenses or anything like that i think we just decided to be naked in front of each other and just say, here I am. And this is me. And this is me when I'm upset. And this is me when I'm sad. This is me when I'm hurt. This is me when I'm happy. And this is how I love, you know? Yeah. And I, you know, I mean, obviously it's still, a, it's, it's, a, it's an, uh, it's an, I don't want to call it a moving target, but it's, <laughs> it's an evolving relationship. It's a, it it's an evolving thing. And, you know, I mean, I'm still here. Mm -hmm. You're still here. Mm -hmm. Um, know and I you know I, I like the idea of uh of I think Bryce said to remember to say you know I love you mm -hmm. um I do love you love and too. I know you yeah I know you do <laughs> and, and I didn't mean it like that but I'm yeah, just saying that wasn't a smart comment that was uh, you know me saying you know yeah I, I know it and I know it in my heart and my soul 
um not 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 on any kind of smart alecky kind of way but i know it in my heart and my soul um <clears throat> but uh you know i mean mm. and the reality is you know and like they said it's it's work you know yeah. we got to put in the work we got to put in the, you know and if if we if we decide that it's worth it then we need to continue to put in that work you know, and I feel like it doesn't have to be that hard. That's just my personal opinion. If the whole relationship is work, then, you know, you got to ask yourself, what are you working for or what are you working towards? I think some of it should be become easy. Some of it should become natural. Some some of it should just be love. Simply that just love. And we just are and we just exist because we both chose to love. And I believe love is a choice. Now, once you get there, once you in that love, it's kind of hard to <laughs> come out of it. But um, I definitely believe that, you know, you choose love every day. And um, that's how I like to live my life, period. I like to choose love every day. It's hard to love people in spite of themselves. But for me, I choose love. I remember when God told me, Amiri, love is your strongest weapon. And I believe, I totally believe that. Again, my name is Amira the Songstress, and you can find me on Spotify, iTunes, um, Pandora, anywhere you want to listen um, to Amira the Songstress. Um, as well as you can find me on Facebook at Amira the Songstress, Instagram at Amira the Songstress, and Twitter at the underscore Songstress. And um, again, today it's been all about love, life, and light. And remember, you guys, stay focused. Play that love you back, O'Brien. Oh, oh yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I like that one. Yeah, this is uh, my remake, Ain't Nobody. I remade it. Shout out to you, Shaka Khan. So long, I knew just.